0: Bye. As an investment advisor, there is one thing that we cannot do, and that is get emotionally involved with our clients or the issue of the day. As a result, let's take a look at gun control from a very methodical and systematic approach. You are listening to Connecting Dots. Read the disclaimer in our show notes before each episode. Due to our extensive holdings and that of our clients, you should assume that we have a position in all companies discussed and thus a conflict of interest should be assumed. Investment performance is not guaranteed. Past performance is not indicative of future results. This broadcast is for informational purposes only. Now, it's always important to remember that all we're doing is talking about facts and figures. We're not going to get emotionally involved in gun control. We're not going to do, we're not going to do, we're not going to go there. Okay, that's all there is to it. So first off, you got to define what a gun is. That is literally an important decision because a gun can be a musket, a gun can be a potato gun for those of you who have ever made one of those. Think about it. Is a slingshot a gun? Oh, okay, so an AR-15 is a gun. But what about an old Model 10 six-shot revolver? There are very specific terms that the uh, alcohol, tobacco, and firearms uses for a gun. There are specific terminology that's used for a high-capacity firearm. And one of the things that we have is a lot of people who are in politics who literally do not sit down and understand the laws as they exist or know what words and certain phrases mean what does the Constitution say about firearms? And is the Constitution a living document or is this something that is the bedrock of the country? You know, there's a whole process and procedure to change the Constitution. And my question to you is, does it make any difference? Are we getting to the point where people want to do whatever they want to do? Now, the other question is Donald Trump. This is a big deal. Is he pandering to try to get elected? Is the NRA pandering in order to try to avoid what's going on in the press? And will these two organizations organizations, the Trump organization and the NRA basically fold. Now, Trump said we don't want guns to get in the hands of the wrong people. Well, who is we? Now he describes and a lot of people are talking about people who are insane and mentally ill. And this is a very convenient thing because who decides? Psychiatrists? And these psychiatrists, what are their political leanings? And background checks actually already exist if you sat down and thought about it. Now, Article 18 of the uh, Uniform Code, our or laws, Chapter 44, talks about being adjudicated as mentally defective, as determined by a court, board, commission, or other lawful authority. Now, What's another lawful authority? You get some people together and say, yep, this person's nuts and we're done. And so a person as a result of marked subnormal intelligence or mental illness, incapacity, incompetency, condition or disease, a danger to themselves or others. Well, okay, my IQ, for example, is over three times higher than the average IQ of those who reside in Papua New Guinea. These people have an IQ that is in the 50-60 range. Now, I would say that does that mean anyone who comes to the United States from Papua New Guinea is mentally defective, and they have to prove that they actually should be able to own a firearm because the mere fact that they're from a a country that is literally retarded, that they shouldn't be able to own a gun. You know, right there, if you lost your mind... And If you got upset, that proves that you are unable to mentally connect the dots the way we connect the dots. Here's the thing: rational discussions, rational a danger to himself or others. We're going to talk about that. What does that mean? What a that's like disorderly conduct. Now, the term can include you know a court law if you, you're adjudicated mentally ill, and of course, who decides? Now, popular to con, popular to con, uh, the narrative that's going on right now in the aftermath of all these these shootings people, especially this former uh, sheriff down in Broward County, that Scott Israel. That guy was nuts. He said we got to keep guns out of the hands of people who are are mentally ill. They had a shooting down there at the airport. They have lots of shootings. But the thing is, Florida has laws already that protect it. Both federal and state laws already prohibit people from purchasing firearms, okay? So the problem is not that there's a lack of laws. It's are we properly using the laws? So for example, in Florida, before you purchase a firearm, in contrary to what he said, it's easier. CBS said this it's easier to purchase cold medicine or a marriage license or or uh, medical marijuana. It's harder to get those than a gun. It's just not true. In Florida, to purchase a firearm, you have to provide photo identification. You don't have to devote. You've got to have a social security number. you got to prove that you're uh, of minimum legal age. You have to pass a background check. Can't be a convicted felon, drug addict, mentally incompetent. And you have to have a permit. And then to carry concealed, then you have to wait three days before you take possession of the firearm. That's Florida State Statute 790.065 through 790.0655. Look it up. So people who get marriage licenses, cold medicine, really? Do you have to do that? I I don't think so. Okay, so here's the problem. We already have laws that restrict the ownership of firearms by mentally ill people. Okay, that's not a question there. The issue is, are we making efficient use of the laws that we already have? And on top of it, who's going to decide? Psychiatrists? We know what the political leanings are for most academics. What do you think they are for psychiatrists? And how many more background checks do we want? What we've got going on here is Trump's daughter is definitely influencing her father. And so as a result, what do we think is going to happen? Well, we think a lot is going to happen. We think that gun sales are going to increase. We saw this during the Obama administration, and once Trump got in, gun sales slacked up because people weren't really afraid of guns being regulated. But if it continues the way we think it could continue, Trump will do anything he needs to get reelected and may actually begin to say, yeah, let's have total gun control. Now, there are alternatives to the NRA, and those organizations tended to wane in their membership, but they'll probably pick up. But here's the thing where do you make money? Well, people are buying bulletproof panels to put in backpacks. You're seeing more and more people getting firearm licenses or getting trained. Now, in Chicago, Baltimore, in East St. Louis, and St. Louis, Gary, Indiana, Flint, Detroit, New Orleans, Wilmington, Newark, Compton, Cleveland, Jackson, Mississippi, Orlando, Miss uh, Orlando. San Bernardino, Kansas City, what do you got going on there? High levels of murder per thousand population. So can an entire community be considered mentally ill? Think about that. We're going to go door to door and get all the guns from everybody in Baltimore? I don't think so. It would never be politically correct. But again, can an entire community be considered mentally ill if it goes nuts? These are the kinds of questions that we should be asking if we're truly connecting the dots. But just like investing, when emotions get involved, rational thought goes right out the door. This is a tough topic, but it's pretty easy. The Constitution is there. Will the President and will Congress follow the Constitution? We know they don't follow the laws when it comes to debt control. I got to tell you, there's a lot of concern that they won't follow the laws when it comes to this. That does it for today. Thanks for joining me. I'm Paul Truesdell with Fixed Cost Financial. You can reach us by phone by calling 212-433-2525 between 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Eastern. Again, that's 212-433-2525. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or YouTube. But ideally, for links, notes, PDFs, videos, and more to this podcast, well, simply go directly to FixCostFinancial.com and click on the blog or podcast links. For quick reference, and this is easy to remember, simply type dots.fm. That's dots.fm. Isn't that cool? And you'll land right on our podcast page. Now visit Fixed Cost Financial, the home of fixed cost investing, where it's better because it's simple and works. Break the mold and do it today. All rights reserved. Reproduction or use without written authorization prohibited without written authorization.